1: Come on. Get ready. Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You don't get any satisfaction out of working? No, I love this.
2: But
3: this doesn't feel like we're, we're is, not like working this is, on the this, railroads, this is the Dave.
1: Dave
2: I'm very familiar with all of the stuff that you do behind the scenes. Virtually nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: And now this is Dave and Mahoney.
2: Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney?
4: Hey! Why don't we start off today's show with some bad news.
2: Yeah, some bad news. Toyota has had to recall one million cars. Yeah. And it's all because of your biggest fear. Catching on fire. Faulty airbags.
4: Oh, I thought this was, there, there was another one of the things yeah. that they had to do. the There uh, was the batteries with the RAV4. Yeah,
2: so now there's airbags yeah, as well? Yeah, it's oh, a, boy. It's a million cars and SUVs in the United States. And you always said that back in the day when you wore glasses that your biggest fear was that you'd be driving down the road and the airbag would malfunction. And your glasses would get exploded by the airbag and it Into would blind you for life. Yep. Hate that idea. It actually did happen one time. where You got into an accident. And the airbag went off, and you're wearing your glasses, and it didn't blind you, right? Well,
4: because my I got into such a violent accident that my glasses flew off my
2: face that's before why you, the before the airbag hit. That's why you got to go hard in the paint, brother. Right. Uh, but the uh, the recall includes 15 Toyota and Lexus models produced in 20 and 21, such as the Avalon, the Camry, the Corolla, the Highlander, Rav4, Sienna, along with the Lexus ES and RX models. So you know, basically, just like their most could be popular their most popular models. Yeah. Yep. That could be my car. Yeah. What do I do?
4: Um, you get, you'll, you'll, they'll fix it for you when you take it in yeah. to get service next time you do. They won't just give me a new car. I don't think that's how it works. No, I don't think they'll give you a new car. That'd be
3: pretty sick, though. Could you imagine, just be like, hello, this car is not working like it should. You owe me a new one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, if
4: they do have lemon laws, but, you know, it, this is, I don't think this falls under that umbrella, unfortunately, for this you. This
2: marks the third recall by Toyota in the past three months, so it's been a uh, rough uh, rough Q4. Yeah, and
4: yeah. for a company that's pretty well-known for, you know, quality, this is not great for them.
2: Not great. Uh, some good news today as well, Mahoney. I think you'll appreciate this. The, uh, the cruise industry is is booming. They're saying that uh, cruise popularity and profits hit record growth in 2023. So obviously the pandemic, everything crashed. And boy, do I wish that I'd bought all of the stock of all of the cruise lines because right now they are just printing cash. Well,
4: I went on on the first cruise that Disney offered when they came back from uh, being shut down. And, you know, they were shut down for, what, four, five, six months. It was a, a, a long period of time. And I'll tell you this, it was the best cruise I ever went on in my life because it was at 25% capacity. Ooh, yeah, and that's nice. the vast majority, you know, I've been on, I think, 13 cruises. And out of those 13, uh, 10 of those were pre-pandemic, and all of those were at 90-plus capacity, if not 100%. So, uh, you know, the fact that they're they're back, they're booming, uh, I love it. It's, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a cruiser. Uh,
2: if you've never considered cruising, I would say give it a shot. And if you're a fan of cruising for a bruising, uh, Carnival Cruise Lines is actually the one that seems to be doing the uh, the very best. They announced record revenues of twenty one point six billion in twenty twenty three, reducing its debt by 4.6. If you were like me and you are over
4: forty, Carnival is not your cruise line. No, but well, look, there's it's a for, lot
3: of people. Who a lot are, of people like they, people love to party, and I think that they are just a booze cruise. Yeah,
2: it's it's just a booze cruise with a cabin. As yeah. opposed to just standing on the deck of a boat, you've got a little place to go sleep. It's not, you know, like you're you're looking for a classy experience with fine dining and, at and world-class <laughs> service and all that stuff. You do get Disney fine dining. I know, lesson. I'm
3: saying, at Disney. Right. It's funny because Mahoney is finding relaxation amongst hundreds of children. But there, It's a cruise for children. But, but there's not, also... Though.
2: A whole, there's a whole lot of people. It's for
3: families. It's
2: for families. It's for families.
4: Yeah. It's so, it's so Which I'm, equals children. Well, yes, but the Usually. kids are busy doing their own thing. But it, you'd be surprised—probably more old people than kids are on cruise lines because the service, yeah, and the food, and the cost, and and, and the cost. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you want you want to you know there's a barrier to entry with Disney cruise lines versus Carnival. You're uh, you're not going to see uh, uh, 38 people brawling on a Disney
2: cruise. Ever.
3: Right, but I mean, I think what those people want is that there's a booze cruise. Those it's a
2: party. people, those people yeah. want it's a club that. on a yeah. boat. Yes. Yeah, you're like, I don't need fine dining. Give me the buffet. Let me black out and then go fight somebody. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and then I've got a place to stop. That's why it's so, the it'll, it'll be two hundred dollars for a seven week cruise. I will do it again tomorrow. This is David Mahoney. <laughs> and I've, how is it possible that I am so bad at wrapping gifts? I mean, every gift that I wrap looks like it was wrapped by a three-legged blind dog. It's just atrocious. I will say, wrapping paper, sexist, hates men. It does. It does hate men. (laughs) It hates men. Yeah, hates women too.
3: I am not a good rapper, either. You're not. No. Okay,
2: that's good to hear. I'm glad that there's. I go
3: bags. Okay, so
2: bags is is the way to go. But my wife is an incredible gift wrapper and so under the tree there's a whole bunch of gifts mostly for the kids but they're all set up and they look beautiful and then but you gotta get bags for the aesthetic. I wrapped no, yeah. my gifts, and I had to hide them behind the well-wrapped gifts yep. because they're so embarrassingly mm-hmm. wrapped. No, no so
5: you need to own it. So what I do, because I'm terrible too, is that I just make the most atrocious-looking gift ever. Like it's like duct tape all around it. Like I purposely do yeah, a bad job. But
2: see, you're not married to my
5: wife. She wouldn't think uh, that's yeah, quite as yeah. Have You a seen Dave's house? Yeah, okay, yeah, man, yeah. Dave's wife's like a designer man. Like it, she it has looks understand. like something out
2: of a catalog, except for me. I
4: mean, my family
5: expects <laughs> it from me now. It's like yeah. it's fun funny like, huh yeah, uh, but like that's yeah, okay, that's the yeah, joke yeah, sure yeah
2: i just i i i've tried i really i was giving it my all did i you, wasn't just phoning it in i was really trying and still i'm like this is terrible did you, you watch, watch it a YouTube- on tiktok yeah I, say, a video on to yeah I was gonna say did you watch a youtube video on how to rap no do i need to watch a tutorial on how yeah, to yeah, rap? wrap yeah,
3: there's man. a guy right here i just pulled it up oh i just closed if it. if i was going like, to hey, i didn't want you to be successful
4: for my wife <laughs> Yeah. I would 100% watch a YouTube or a TikTok video. Yeah, they have it like, kind so. of
3: like rapping for dummies, like rapping for dudes. You can go through and they'll teach you the whole process because rapping really is something that's practiced. It's not something you just like all of a sudden get to You're start learning. doing. it. Yeah. It's learned.
2: And they have that? all like, different like,
3: kinds of techniques and stuff too. And like most me?
2: of the things in my life though, I don't want to put in the time and effort to actually get good at it. Well, I'd you rather just said just, yesterday
3: well, you tried would rather really just hard. Complain.
2: I know. I'd but, rather figure out if I'm naturally good at it and if not, claim it as sexist I, against I I know me. where you went <laughs> and got your wife gifts. Yeah. They offer wrapping services at those places. Well, so the like the big gift they wrapped. Good. Yeah, okay. cuz that was like you guys do that. I uh-huh. I mess with that. Uh-huh. But then like the other ones I tried to wrap and it's just it's a trick. I feel like the smaller gifts don't those could be bagged.
4: Those could be bagged.
5: Do you ever wrap it? gift? I don't gift? have any bags, though. And you take the scissors to Go cut it, and it glides pack. across oh, the paper. That's that's oh.
2: uh, that's heavenly. Yeah. When that thing hits. That is a magical and just, moment. And I don't know who came up with it, but when now that they put the lines on there as yeah. well, and you're just like perfectly... Whoosh. So, they're See, trying to make it easier
5: on people like you and I. And then still screwed up.
3: See, yeah. I feel like I am a not adult adult because all of my scissors are rusted.
5: You
2: have rusted scissors? Yeah. What are you doing with your scissors? What, what, are, you, is, what are you cutting? Are you bathing with your scissors? How are they rusted? Wait, sisters. scissors.
3: Scissors.
1: Scissors. That's scissors. Uh, I've been sisters. watching it on the internet for too long. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. Please leave a message after the tone. What
0: was the first car you had, and was it a beater? I know Mahoney's parents probably spoiled him with a
4: nice camera or something.
3: Message deleted.
4: So, technically, the first car that I have was gifted to me by my grandmother. Mm. And I didn't realize how nice of a car it was at the time. I hated it. Like, did not like it at all. And it was a fully loaded 1975 Ford Thunderbird. Okay. I mean, like, this thing was monstrous. It's cool as hell now. Like, what I would give to have that car back... I, you know, but it was just too big for me at the time. I was 16, 17 years old. It's a big car. And it had like maybe 30,000 miles on it total.
2: That's a pretty amazing
4: gift. It, it it really was. And, but I just couldn't drive it. So I let my stepdad drive that thing for a while because he knew how cool that thing was. Yeah, boy. You know, because this is like 1998. Sure. And I ended up getting a 1992 Toyota Celica with like 100,000 miles On it, which I loved But I mean like in retrospect Like you don't see any classic 1992 Toyota Celicas Whereas like a a 75 Thunderbird would be worth like A stupid amount right now.
2: My very first car that I purchased, I, same thing, borrowed money from my grandparents, and Mm. I got a 1989 Ford Mustang GT. The boxy ones, right? It was the boxy one. I did, too, and it was fast. I had no idea how to drive the five-speed. It was a 5.0? It was a 5.0, and that thing ripped, and I had no business driving that car. But before that, me and my brother had a shared car. And it was a 1982 Honda Civic Hatchback. Hell yeah. Nice. That was also a five-speed, and it was the color of an egg, and it was a piece of crap. That's the I best mean, kind of car, though. If you took that thing on the interstate, like, it shook, you know? Where, <laughs> Makes you appreciate cars yeah, that you, you
4: have now. I'm like,
2: you got going over 45, and it was like... <laughs> but it was freedom. You know, oh. it did not care. Didn't matter at all. Did you burn the clutch up eventually? Not not so much than in that. And in the, in the Mustang, because, you know, it was, like, driven for performance, uh, I,
5: yeah, I, I, I my, bur- my first car was a Geostorm it, it was uh, a stick shift And I burnt that up in like 30 days <laughs> Geostorm <laughs> wow. It was bright yellow too oh, They didn't make Geostorms
4: in any other color Other than no. bright yellow, I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs>
5: Bright yellow and black
1: <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone
0: Hey Mahoney You wear that pinky ring proud Because I think all guys should wear pinky rings There's a bunch of celebrities That wear them And it's noticeable and I think
4: it's awesome, so you should wear it all the time. Bye. Message deleted. Well, I appreciate your support. Is there for... a bunch of
2: celebrities that wear pinky rings? I mean, I think of, jewelry. like, mm, Tony Soprano. <laughs> that is jewelry in general, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The pinky ring is, I feel like it's It's on the
4: precipice of making a comeback nationwide. Like all because of you? Well, I don't know if it's because of me. I'm just in, you know, I'm slowly embracing my future retiree
5: self.
3: Here's the thing. I don't know if <laughs> pinky rings were ever... Thing. Very, very popular with the masses <laughs> They were not But I think it's a vibe I mean, like, you have to, like, have the vibe And you wore it one day and Does, you got bashful I mean, I'm not, not you bashful be. about
4: Where's it Where's it at? Are you wearing it today? It's in my, it's in my luggage
2: ah. <laughs> In your luggage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm flying out lot, today what are you, your, you didn't
4: you want an airport
2: a, ping ring in it? You did to get robbed in the no, southwest dropped, terminal? No,
4: I dropped my wife off before that So I'm wearing my wedding ring today
3: And uh, you don't want to wear both?
2: Because of my wedding rings. Yeah, that'd be silver. But I'm thinking about... You're wearing about wedding <laughs> rings because you're not with your wife? Yeah. <laughs> you are so ridiculous, man. So, Just wear it or don't. Pick a lane.
4: No. Uh, you got 10 fingers. You can wear both. That's so I'm, funny. I'm going to upgrade my, like, you know, because, like, for dude wedding rings, we don't... It's not like... There's nothing... There's no emotional attachment. I mean, you... No. If you, Have you lost yours and bought a new one? Have you ever done that No, because I wear mine, because I'm a good <laughs> husband. Okay. And well, I know plenty of... <laughs> plenty, plenty of... Plenty well, okay.
3: Dustin wants to get one silver and one gold because he wears jewelry and, and wants, you and can't, he, mix can't mix yeah. match. You can't mix match. I mean, like you can if you're brave, but I mean, like a lot of people don't. Yeah. So he wants to be able to do one silver, one gold, depending on what uh, what chain. I support
4: rocking. him, like like one of those reversible jackets. Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you just actually, he's gonna get a silicone yeah, one, and, and it's just, just like flips
4: it. it over, yeah.
5: <laughs> Dave Mahoney, Audrey, Chris. All right, listen up. I have the perfect segment for you. It's called, Is That Racist? You suggest a topic like uh, the crows from Dumbo. Then you ask your two callers if it's racist or not. They get to say yes or no or something else, I don't know. And then you ask ChatGPT if it's racist. The thing is, this is such an amazing segment idea that I'm calling December 2023. So you have until December 11th, 2024 to use this segment or it's mine. So do what you will with that information.
2: No, you gonna no, take it. And yeah, just yeah. Take you it. get canceled. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a fun segment. You know what's not funny?
4: Racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that, buddy. Good luck with that.
2: <laughs> do appreciate the other uh, content suggestions, but we're going to go with new. No. How about no?
1: This is Dave and Mahoney.
2: So I don't know who is responsible for approving or denying the vanity license plates in the state of Illinois, but I would like to challenge you to a fight. Look, we've seen some of these vanity plates get rejected before, and it is kind of ridiculous, but there are some that were up for actual license plate in the great state of Illinois that have been shot down, and I think it is a disservice to the community, and it is a missed opportunity. Do we have a list of these banned in Illinois license
4: plates? This sounds like something I would watch late at night on TV. It would be in between a Girls Gone Wild
2: commercial. Too hot for TV. Too hot for the Illinois roadways. Uh, yeah, there's one uh, that is a uh, DZ nuts, D's nuts. Uh, that was a big no on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, mm. yeah, wow. <laughs> so- I feel like Z's I've seen nuts. a D's nuts that's, that's in other old, states. Yeah, yeah like, I'm pretty sure in South Carolina I've seen a D's nuts. Nevada, <laughs> it almost flies. Early, Yeah. Yep. Uh, Milfs also got shot down. Milfs. But
4: Milfs
2: is not. There's nothing vulgar about that, is there? I mean, the acronym is sure, but yeah. I mean, you know. If you call somebody a milf, it's not an it's insult. It's a compliment. It's, a it's compliment. evolved over exactly. the years. Yeah. exactly. Uh, some of the other ones that uh, that have been that have been rejected, uh, Chris, you'll appreciate this one. Iowa sucks. S u x. Iowa sucks. Got uh, got the boot. As it
5: should get rejected. Mm. But why? Because it's a negative thing to say about any state.
3: No, but I mean, like, I don't care that you put that on your plate. Like that's so silly. We heard another one not too long ago in the state of Nevada. That was Cali. It was like, go back to Cali or something it like was, that. Yeah, that's And they exactly got rejected it for that. Like, yeah. who cares? It's hilarious. Well, that's
5: because California actually sucks. Uh, what about Eat Butts? Eat hilarious. Butts?
3: Hilarious. That's
2: funny. I like that. And also, again, there's nothing negative about that mm. if you're choosing to do that. I mean,
3: I, Eat Butts is funny. If it was Butt Eater, I could understand. Butt, but,
2: munch, yeah. a butt Munch? Butt Munch.
4: Butt Munch should be allowed. Butt Munch is too, too many, many letters. So, yeah, but I
3: mean, munch. you just like not use any
2: like vowels. Uh, what about Poopsie? Whoopsie!
4: Hilarious.
2: Like whoopsie, but you know when you bet on a farm. Whoopsie, whoopsie, yeah. yeah. Uh, whoop ass. I like whoop ass like a can. Yeah, a can of whoop ass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, w o o p a s s. I feel like you have to have the Hoops. h in there though. Yeah. You know? So whoop ass? Whoop it? Whoop ass? Yeah, that's not not quite.
3: Wait, w o o p s s
2: a s s. Uh,
4: yeah. I don't think so. you can't have ass though. Yeah. I mean, just,
2: I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's just it's it's kind of silly that this is what we're worried about in 2023. Like, are you really offended regardless of what the license plate is in front of you? How many people are rolling around with bumper stickers that say F this president or F F that president or whatever it may be? Like, who cares, man?
3: I just want somebody to have like a license plate that just says simply
2: fart. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That'd be hilarious. I love that. Here for (laughs) that. This is Dave and Mahoney, the strange dumbest, 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 and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is undefeated. On Dave and Mahoney.
2: The internet, if you allow it, can make you very angry and very upset. But if the internet is used in a proper way, and Audrey is the queen of this with her algorithm and cultivating it, it can bring a whole lot of joy. And, you know, the holiday season is here, and there's a lot of people thinking about giving gifts. There's a lot of people that are out there stressing about giving gifts because it's expensive, Mm -hmm. you know, this time of year. And if you are out there feeling like you don't have the means to provide for the ones that you love, the only mistake that you've made is not giving birth to this child, this is a, a kid who opens a very large box and discovers a banana. And the reaction, magical.
1: Open it. Banana! Yeah. Banana! I got banana! I got banana! I got banana! Free! Yeah, I got banana.
3: Home.
2: What do you say?
3: Thank you.
2: So excited for the banana. Who doesn't love a banana?
3: See, but at that age, there's always a, you know, you have a kid that's obsessed with something that's like a banana. So that's such a perfect gift, especially. Yeah. It's like signifying like, hey, I know you, kid. Was
4: it that banana that was taped to a wall at an art gallery? A few years back, that was was
2: allegedly reported to... So the child is a
3: millionaire now. Uh That's
2: why I'm so happy. So there is a trend that is going around on the internet, and it's a challenge to see if you're able to pull something off in 30 seconds. Do you guys want to see if you can do it?
3: Okay, what is the
2: challenge? You're playing together, Okay, and it's going to you'll have 30 seconds on the clock to try to name a number of things that fall into a certain category. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. Ready? Are we both going at the same time? We're both going at the same time. It'll tell you. Here we go.
3: Name 10 animals that start with the letter A within 30 seconds. Aardvark, Anteater, Antelope, Alligator,
5: Array. Oh. Ape. Ape. Okay. Angelfish. Yes. Uh
2: huh. We're at six. Armadillo. Yeah. Okay, seven. Uh oh.
3: Oh no, we only have three more left. Come
4: on! Come on! Uh- An Afghan hound.
3: <laughs> I, wow, three Close. left, yeah. man. That's stinks. We got, eight. we
4: got eight. We got eight. I got Afghan hound. Uh, in. Plans, I don't think man. you got it
2: in before.
3: I got Afghan hound in. <laughs> so that was pretty tough.
2: Yeah. And you know what? Could be a fun little game to play uh, if you're sitting around board with the uh, the family over the holidays. I mean, it lasts that would start seconds. so many fights. Are, know, are you kidding me? I, know. I yeah. mean, like Stirring if I were to play that back.
3: with my siblings, <laughs> oh my god, no, we see, would end up you, like with it,
2: if you play together, together though. It makes it better.
3: So. No, but then there would always be like somebody like Mahoney who was like, I got that in at the last second. Yeah, for Replayed sure. Replay the
2: tape. So, Audrey, you're uh, you're a big fan of SpongeBob SquarePants. Love SpongeBob. And Grew my, up on SpongeBob. Uh, my kids have since gotten into SpongeBob. You had recommended that they watch... The actual show, not just the movies. The, well, the, the show... Is It is not dated. They're not asking for the show yet, but they did get into the movies at least. So we're we're, okay. we're on the way. But there is a kid who's got a, uh, they say it's a disturbing theory on where Krabby Patties come from.
3: Oh, no. That's why he's the only crab in the <gasps> sea. Had you ever seen another crab in the SpongeBob series? They have the word crab in it. Right. So he kills all the crabs. No. So that's why he's the only crab. And everybody doesn't know there's crab inside the Crabby Patties. Mm. So the meat that they put in the Crabby Patties, it's full of crab. So that meat is not meat. It's actually crab meat. They never let Plankton get the secret formula. Because if Plankton ever got the secret formula, then Plankton would tell everybody in the SpongeBob town he was murdering all the other crabs. So that's why he had to kill his family order to make that restaurant. Oh, my God, that Murders kid is family. brilliant. And it's Bikini Bottom kid, get it right. This, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this kid is going to be one of those little podcast nerds that tries to figure, Conspiracy
3: out, theories. figure out
2: all the crimes. But, I mean, that's committed. actually
3: brilliant because there really is not another crab in Bikini Bottom. Crab, yeah. And his daughter is a giant whale, by the way. How not does that wrong. work? Mm, yeah. Um, you, you don't know that, Dave, but Krusty Crab's daughter is a whale. So know this that, kid
4: you. is uh, obviously... Uh, Soylent Green came out way before uh, this kid was ever born, because it's she sounds very very young, but uh, people are Soylent Green, same same concept, same yeah. theory. Yeah,
2: love it. Good and, kid. And finally, uh, there is obviously the girl math thing that we've talked about where, you know, we find ways to justify things. There's certainly boy math as well, right? We've talked about how- Justifying purchases. Yeah, or if you like, when you win money gambling, mm-hmm. it's not real money until you put it in your bank account so you can feel free to just donk it all off in the casino. Same and with the
3: turns, but we take it to Starbucks.
2: But maybe it's gone too far?
3: We're girls. We're gonna threaten to break up with you every time we're hungry. We're girls. We're gonna wait until you get nice and comfy on the couch to ask you for something. We're girls. We're gonna say it's fine when it's definitely. Definitely not we're girls we're gonna ask our boyfriend to post us and when he finally does it's gonna be a picture we hate we're girls we're gonna steal your hoodies we're girls of course we're gonna fake our
2: so it started with girl math <laughs> now it's justifying every sort of bad behavior that you want to because we're just girls
3: well no there this is a trend on social media where people are doing like we're content creators or like you know we're radio announcers mm-hmm. or, or whatever so there's also some for the guys too don't just say put this on the women We're
1: girls. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave. Dave Dave and and Mahoney.
2: There's been a lot of talk about a lot of things that we did not think were going to actually happen. I mean, there's still a lot of skepticism about these bullet trains that are talking about building all over the country. The one that's getting the most steam right now because it got the $3 billion grant is the one between los angeles and las vegas yeah will that actually happen still yet to be seen i mean the three billion dollar federal grant that's a lot of free money to just not make it happen but uh skepticism is pretty high for good reason because coming up with
4: another 16 billion is gonna be a quite the uh
2: quite the task for any private equity firm Well, another one that has been talked about, and they were saying that it was going to reinvent travel, was the Hyperloop. Do you guys recall the Hyperloop?
4: Uh, People were talking about this up and down. Elon Musk has done it again. The boring company. The Hyperloop, it's going to change the way we live the world. And we said, no, it's not. This is never going to happen. Yeah, so uh,
2: there's a Dubai group called DP World who's been a major investor in Hyperloop One as well. DP World? DP World, yep. I feel like Dubai being DP World doesn't really make a lot of sense. Do not Google that. Uh, but the uh, the startup raised four hundred and fifty million dollars since founding in 2014, and they had a small test track that was outside of las vegas and the idea was basically the hyperloop one you would get into it much like it was a train or a subway mm-hmm. but then you would travel at speeds that were equivalent to what you'd see an airplane traveling because so the going, air
4: resistance wasn't there right, and it was gonna going to change
2: everything 800 miles per hour on the ground so you could travel between cities in minutes where it used to pre- uh, previously take hours in cars and they were you know this is the way of the future Uh, No, it's not. It's dead. So Hyperloop One has shut down after failing to reinvent transit after all. Uh, It's typical vaporware, and no shock that this
4: was uh, another Elon Musk project Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of just give them an even longer period of time to develop cars and the electric cars, which, again, I think electric cars here in America— our our future we don't have the we will never have the infrastructure that they have in europe when it comes to trains or japan and you know these high speed rails we just have too much too big we have too much land to cover but it's just like the the fact that people thought that this was going to be a thing and the fact that their company invested 450 million dollars in this is laughable because anybody with half of Half a brain is going to go, nah, this this ain't never going to work.
2: So, I mean, the writing has been on the wall for this. Back in April of 2022, the Hyperloop Technologies merged with the Shell company. The shares value is written down to zero cents. Um, They laid off most of their employees trying to sell its remaining assets, which include a test track and machinery. So, you know, if you're in the market to buy, like, a test track for a failed Hyperloop thing, uh, it's it's for sale on eBay. (laughs) Can we make it into, like, a, a water slide? Ooh, that'd be fun. There we go.
1: You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call eight three three Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, finally catching up with all the podcasts, but um, love you guys. So my wife has done the same thing with Audrey, where she's like, oh, I haven't started the Harry Potter movies. That's the Christmas movie. I'm like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? She still has never seen Die Hard. And I'm like, if you want to start, let's go classic. Let's let's start with Die Hard or whatever. I'm the only one that brings in the old classics like Home Alone, all that fun stuff. But right now they're on the new stuff. But but I'm like, like, my wife said the same thing, and Audrey just said it, where I was like, what? Harry Potter's a Christmas movie? Are you kidding me? And so she's been working a lot, so we haven't had the time to play it, luckily. Um, Otherwise, uh, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, oh, there's another one that thinks Harry Potter is a Christmas movie? Message deleted. Almost every
3: single movie, like seriously, almost every single movie, there is a Christmas tree or there's Christmas themed within that movie. And I know that that doesn't necessarily mean that like, it's like Home Alone Christmas style, right? But I, I mean, feel like
2: it has to revolve around Christmas to be a Christmas movie. Like I, I get people make the the kind of tongue in cheek thing about Die Hard, but uh, Office Christmas Party, Dave. I mean, again, kind of a stretch, but like Elf is a Christmas movie. But why is it so hard to make a good Christmas movie? I mean, the last really good one we talked about it the other day was Elf, and that was twenty years ago this year. I mean, Love Actually falls into that category.
3: Um, the uh, Four Christmases. Right, like casually. The holiday. Okay. It's, yeah. We just
4: haven't had enough time, Yeah, Dave. The holiday I mean, I, is so
3: good, but Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, and Jude
4: Law. And I think Jack Black mm. is going to only get more appreciated as time goes on because, you know, he is just a true national treasure. But my wife just won't, like... Uh, She's not. Uh, she's Did not into the all the old school Christmas movies.
2: Walked somebody out of the UFC this past weekend.
4: Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, because he comes
5: out to the Tenacious D <laughs> uh, song. Yeah, was, I know. It, it, was it was Tenacious D that walked out with him. <laughs> so <laughs> struck me as weird.
3: Actually, I would like to add into the Christmas zeitgeist. Um, Kla- uh, what is it called? Klaus on Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it. It actually is fantastic. Really I is mean, that like, an
4: animated one? About it's animated, the
3: and I watch that every year, multiple times a year. That is That has gotten put into my wheelhouse of top Christmas movies. It
4: is so, so, seriously so good. I will say there the trend, the new trend for the movies that have come out in like the last five, six years uh, is the ultra-violent action Christmas movies that yeah, are kind yeah. of... Picking back, picking back off of uh, Die Hard, but you've got like Violent Night with David Harbor or the Fat Man with Mel Gibson, yeah. which it's you know you've got Murderous Santa Claus, which is kind of I I don't hate that.
3: I saw that Violent Night on on Prime was rated like almost five stars. Everybody
5: I know who's seen it has told me to watch it.
3: <laughs> like I, I saw that and I was like, "There's no way." For like, all that, you guys that's all bots.
5: that think Die Hard is a Christmas movie is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Yes.
3: See, then Harry Potter's
5: Christmas.
2: No, to all
5: of them. Please
0: leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave Mahoney and the little angel with you. I have a poem that I wrote when I was overseas in Kephavik, Iceland, and that's hit the world as well. It's called Santa's Day After. I'm sick of milk and cookies. I'm allergic to pine needles. Mrs. Claus is on menopause. The reindeers they got their runs over Albuquerque. You ought to see the in front of my sleigh in suit. The elves, they want an extra pay to clean the sleigh, but I haven't got the pay. I almost got run over by 747 at 30,000 feet, and I peed my pants and froze to the seat. The only highball I got all night, and I slipped getting out of the sleigh. And you think you've got it back. Well, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, my ass. I won a USO Novelty Poem Contest with this. <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas. Were
2: you the only on, a beautiful. I feel like poem. we needed
3: to be doing snaps while he was doing that. It was feeling very snappy. Yeah, yeah, let, let me you know. Need a more
2: beatnik? It yeah, some rhythm. <laughs> I'm just gonna run back like the last like 15 seconds of that, and we'll see if that helps. <laughs> For you. To,
4: to me, it sounds like Santa Claus was a misogynist Let's in this in this poem. The,
0: seat. the only highball I got all night, and I slipped getting out of the sleigh. And you think you've got it bad. Well, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, my ass. I want a USO Novelty phone <laughs> Contest with <laughs> I, did, that. I did like it a little bit.
4: I, I, uh, I put stand, the jingle bells in there. I stand by my original David, That's terrible.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Even with the snaps.
1: Why don't you add Chris's name to the title banner of your show and put Audrey in there as well instead of just Dave and Mahoney. Have it Dave, Mahoney, Chris, and Audrey. Love the show, guys. Bye.
2: Message to me. Super catchy. Uh, <laughs> listen, I mean, we just have, it just takes too much work. We just have a website. You know, we already have the website. We already have a logo. We own it for the next 20 years. If this was the Audrey show, I would be just fine doing this exact same thing. It just does not matter.
3: Listen, me. I think it would be easier if it was just Audrey and bros. Well, well, Audrey yeah, and bros.
5: Yeah, I like it so yeah. like yesterday uh, in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> Continue yeah. to just, like, add
3: Audrey
5: bros. Audrey
4: and the bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to keep why adding do you hate bros? Women? Why do you oh, hate uh, women? Why? Why? Yeah. yeah. The women are allowed on the
3: too. I call my friends bros.
4: Audrey and
1: Audrey and the hos and bros. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? To me, why not kiss this guy? It's Cover Your Ears
2: on Dave and Mahoney. Ashley is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Ashley.
3: I'm doing great this morning. How
2: are you guys? Excellent. Uh, <laughs> 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. you got to get the artist and the song in order to get a full point. If you get one or the other, you get a half point. Let the full 30 seconds play out for each one of these before you make your guess. You have a couple of lifelines with Audrey Mahoney. If you need them, are you ready to go? I am ready. Here we go. Tell me a total of seven views, believe it or not, which sounds about right. Not enough. <laughs> Actually, over to you. Do you know the correct answer?
3: I'm going to go with
2: Call Me by Blondie. That is correct. You are on the board with one. Lifeline still intact. Well done. And the next one here that we have, 450,000 views, wow. the most popular one of the day. A little so. bit of a swing in views there, Dave. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I kid you Love not, it. the second that started playing, I looked over at Audrey and this little Nordic queen, her Viking blood started boiling Dude. when she started hearing that. <laughs> She's ready for battle. Dude,
3: that was so sick.
2: <laughs> That's from Imperial Orchestra if, okay. you're, if you want to see more of those guys. But 450,000 views. Do you know the artist and the song? My artist is the
3: Rolling Stones
2: and um, Paint, it,
4: Paint It Black. Mm-hmm. Well done. Very nice. One of the songs, like, do you remember Westworld? Yes, they had a. They did all the like you know songs, modern songs, but in yeah. piano and the painted black version So of that. Cool. Similar to this, yeah. And just, I mean, that song just lends itself to
2: any style. Yes, Anything absolutely.
3: Orchestra, like just flip it into orchestra.
2: It's so sick to me. Candles and of cello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, you can win it right here. Lifelines are still intact. Twenty-eight thousand views on this one. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, I like that considerably less. That's from the Clark Family Creative, 28,000 views. That wasn't bad. It was just recorded poorly. Yeah, I don't know. That family seems weird. Um, okay, over to you, Ashley. For the win, do you know it? I
1: cannot
3: remember the name of the song. It's Fleetwood Mac, and I can't remember the
4: name of the song. I, got, it, I got you on you this got one. You got it? I got you on this one. Because that that, this All one's right. really, really
2: hard. For the win? Is that Tusk? That's Tusk. I was going to say elephant something. <laughs> tusk, same, same. same I same. think
3: I was going to say
1: elephant tail. Elephant <laughs> tail. Maybe yeah. Dave. elephant. Dave and, and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, Glass. and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney.
2: So the Golden Globes has had a whole lot of trouble trying to find themselves a host this year. Uh, Chris Rock obviously was offered. He's like, yeah, no, I think I'm good on hosting shows. For the time being, uh, they have found a host, though after f- searching far and wide, Mahoney, and it is somebody that we are a fan of. He has been on the show numerous times. I'm just not sure how he is going to do in this type of setting. Uh, Joe Coy is a comedian, very Hilarious. funny comedian, a very successful comedian. He sells out well, you know no. stadiums all over the place and arenas and everything else. He's one of the biggest touring comics in the world right now. But it just it, this like at this sort of hosting role. Seems like a bit of a departure for him because I'm just not so sure that I've ever seen him host something I'm before. I'm not so I... sure
3: we need a comedian at this moment. Well,
2: I don't yeah. need we. I don't think we need Golden Globes at this moment.
4: Uh, you know, I think this is actually kind of beneath him. You know, I, I I really do. I mean, I know it's going to be expose him to an audience that uh, that may not know him, but but the Golden Globes they were they canceled Kevin Hart you yeah. Or tried to cancel Kevin Hart. And for that, like, I, I, I go back, even though if I don't agree with what he said, kind of let comedians be comedians. Yep. And uh, I, I just don't want any added scrutiny to a guy that we like, you know? Like, Isn't I mean, that- I think Joe Coy, he doesn't, like, does not need the Golden Globes. The, the, the viewership is down year after year after year after year. So it's like it, it's not what it used to be when like Billy Crystal was hosting or Conan O'Brien hosted it for like three years in a row.
3: Isn't the Golden Globes the Oscars?
2: No, no that's so, the Oscars. Yeah, so the Golden the Globes Academy is the one where, where they have the uh, round. Okay. where they have the round tables. You know, and it's a, it's a little more loose. Rich, uh, Ricky Gervais has hosted it for the last couple but of years. It's, it includes TV, so that kind of
4: gives it. It's the number two award show okay. behind the Academy Awards, but the Academy Awards doesn't do movies, so it's the number one award show for, like, television and scripted
2: streaming stuff. Do you remember the one where Lady Gaga walked by and knocked Leonardo DiCaprio's arm off his chair? That's the Golden Globes. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, it's a high-profile award show. But I, I'm with you, Mahoney. Kind of feels like there's a lot of downside yep. potentially, not a lot of upside for somebody that's and super hot. I don't think right
4: it's now. paid. Uh, I don't think it's a paid gig either. You just do it for the prestige. For the it's like the uh, Super honor. Bowl halftime, except uh, for you're not in front of 150 million people. You're in front of
2: five.
3: No way. They have to get paid.
2: You'd think. I don't but think but they maybe do. Not. It's funny. I mean, because you know, somebody that produces award shows. That's a question I get when I'll approach people to host. They'll go, is it a paid gig? Because that's kind of the norm to, like, not get paid for some of these high-profile award shows. Really? Because you get
3: paid and, oh, my God, marketing himself. (laughs) It's
2: wild. So Kevin Hart has his show, which is called Cold as Balls. If you haven't seen it, they uh, they sit in ice baths, and he'll have different celebrities that join him. And he got quite the soundbite from a former NFL wide receiver who has turned commentator Randy Moss. And Randy Moss dropped quite the soundbite on... Kevin Hart show. He said that he is the greatest NFL receiver of all time over Jerry Rice. Do you agree or not? Uh, absolutely not. Randy Moss has, uh,
4: you know, he is in one. He's a he is a top five receiver of all time. But there is nobody who is better than Jerry Rice, who is and probably always will be the goat when it comes to that position.
2: So, Bam Margera is getting ready to start a new life. He has gotten engaged. The former Jackass star announced that he is engaged to Danny Marie. He proposed on October 27th at a uh, professional skateboarder's house, Ed Duffy, in Pennsylvania. And uh, Margera has credited her with getting him sober two months after they started dating in June.
3: I don't... Oh, no, y'all. We were just talking about
2: him disappearing, uh, being possibly dead, and you're like, I'm like...
4: Is this the same person who, like, because I thought it might be his, like, baby mama. This is not his no, baby mama. No, and this will be
2: his third marriage. It's you, just focusing
4: on a, a, somebody else to, to it
2: it feels like you from the, one addiction from your with addiction. another. You know, yeah. it's like you go from being dependent on all these drugs to being so dependent on this person that that doesn't feel that healthy to me. I hope I'm wrong.
3: Yeah, it's and, and also to that woman, like, it's not your job to fix Bam Margera. Like it's just not like you like it's sweet, and I feel like people are probably like, "Oh, that's sweet." Like he's crediting her her, her to his sobriety, but like, then what when you fall off the wagon? Like, then what? So then it's her fault because she couldn't keep you clean. Like, don't like it. It's too soon. Don't like it. It's just addict.
2: It's addict behavior. Yep. Hoping the best for those guys. Just really a lot of hope.
1: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
2: So from time to time, we'll hear these stories of very rich individuals that pass away. And let's say that they have, you know, $100,000 or even a million dollars, and they don't have anyone in their life that they feel like deserves that money. Correct, and so they'll give it to their dog, and you're like, "This dog just inherited two million dollars. Like, what in the hell, man? And, and how's that cat. dog going to spend that money? <laughs> exactly.
3: Remember that there was a lady not too long ago who left her entire mansion to her cats, yeah. and all of her wealth, and like they are now going to be living in that home with caretakers. She hired
2: caretakers yeah. just to sit there and make sure that her cats were still living a life, getting of everything they wanted, even after she passed. And you know what? If you've got that money and that's what you want to do, fine. Whatever, like you do you. But very rarely do we see a billionaire doing this, Audrey, and that's exactly what's happening here. So the heir of Hermes has decided that he's going to take his billions of dollars and give it to his gardener? They mark. are, his-, are <laughs> <laughs> his gardener, as in you're giving how many
4: bill- billions
2: or millions? Billions. So, to his gardener. So this, uh, yeah, the, the, the gardener is... 80 years old, or the the individual that has the billions of dollars is 80 years old and, for whatever reason, has this relationship with his gardener. And I think that you might be right, Audrey, and perhaps onto something. Uh, But they're saying that this individual has $6 billion coming his way because of this move.
4: Well, Dave, I mean, I think that you could just be fed up with your family. You think that they're all, they only want you to die. They're waiting for you to die. Meanwhile, this is a guy who's been doing something for the billionaire creating, because I mean, when you create beautiful landscapes, you it's know, there's something that is beautiful and wonderful about that. For sure. He's, he's re- rewarding it. I would rather see the money go to a hardworking guy like a gardener than these rich kids who've had it all their entire life. It's kind of like a knives out episode.
2: But the thing is, is that he had this whole thing set up where his wealth, when he passed, was going to go to the a Socrates Foundation, a charity that he founded to support journalism and civil society. And I guess he's just like, all right, never mind. Yeah, we, we no longer have a, a civil society, so yeah, you know what? forget it. Yeah, whatever. It's over. Like Journalism doesn't matter anymore. It's all opinion pieces. Everyone's screaming at each other. I'm and just going to hook up All those charity
4: things, anyways, are all just ways to defer money 99% of the time when uh, billionaires say they're going to donate money. It's just a way for their uh, heirs to get that money tax-free and have even more power.
2: He, uh, he said he wants to give his wealth to this male servant, a former gardener, and a handyman, but I'm with you, Mahoney. I mean, as... As, as a dude that appreciates and a, as a dude that used to also cut grass, mm-hmm. a finely manicured lawn is worth your entire life savings sometimes. That's right. And in this case, it literally is. This is
1: the Dave Eddie and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-Dummy. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave
4: a message. Alright, enough with the commercials and the music We need to hear the talking You haven't talked over an intro You haven't talked about poop Let's get this stuff straight now
2: Have a good day Message deleted <laughs> <laughs> So hang on, just to be clear You want us to talk over the intros And to talk about poop And enough with the music and the commercials Got Okay. It. Okay. You I see what I mean? We can't make everyone can't, happy all, can't all please the time them all. We try <laughs> also, if we don't play the commercials, that means uh, we're all going out of business. Yeah, yeah. So we, we are going to play the commercials. That is, I, I promise you there's one thing that is going to get played. It is we the got commercials. On. We Ooh. got you And on also,
3: that. I love commercials. Even just as a kid, one of my favorite things in between shows was the commercials. Because you got to know, exactly like you said, Dave, what was hot. What, what I What's needed What's going to on? Have. Let me
2: ask you this. Do you remember, because I distinctly remember, the jingle for the used car salesman guy, in Brainerd, Minnesota where I grew up Because we used to listen to the same radio station The classic rock station mm-hmm. On the bus every single morning And there was a jingle for the used car salesman guy That I could sing to you Do you guys have the same thing where there's like A jingle that you remember from when you were a kid?
3: Uh, yes, there is
2: Lebida
5: Mattress Company Lebeda, everybody knows it. yeah, it's Lebeda Yeah, like those ones No right. lemons, used cars <laughs> No yes. lemons
2: you- Used cars. Yeah, yeah. It was so cute.
5: <laughs> I love it. Oh, By Mary. the way, the the best new jingle now. B K. Have it your way. You <laughs> rule. Yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone.
0: I found that it is easier to just give everybody money just before Christmas. So that way, they can buy what they want. You don't get no complaints about giving them the wrong thing.
1: Talk to you later, Bye. Message deleted. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> what?
2: When you talk about, you know, 2023 being such a transition year and how weird it's been for us as a show and, you know, uh, just individuals and everything else, there's certain things that just really stand out and just bring a smile to my face. And you, sugar water, you are one of those things. <laughs> we love you, sugar Hot water. Hot tub, Lori, sugar water. water. Like, there's been, like, there's just some people that just every time I hear their voice on the voicemail or wherever it may be, just brings a smile.
5: Yeah. We so appreciate em.
2: you guys. Have
4: you? You know, speaking of that though, your oldest is seven, getting ready to be eight. Mm-hmm. Has any have any of your kids just asked for money
2: yet as a present? Uh no, not yet. Mm-hmm. But they they ask that the, the seven year old especially is asking for ridiculous things, like she wants a hoverboard. And then the other day she drops to me, "Oh, I want a bike." I'm like, "I thought you wanted a hoverboard." She goes, "Yo, know, the hoverboard's from Santa. I want a bike from you." I'm like...
5: Two forms of transportation? All, I just got <laughs> you places can't to even be. You can't even <laughs> use both go? of those simultaneously. Boy, what are you, are you talking going? about?
2: <laughs> Hilarious. I have found that my toxic trait is spoiling the hell out of my kids and then getting very mad at them for being spoiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, I am flabbergasted every time that they act spoiled and I'm like, oh, wait, no, oh, it's, yeah, that's, that's me. it's me. It's my fault. Please leave a message after the tone.
1: Favorite flower or plant? Lavender. It's scent... Instantly relaxes me. Message to I don't have a
4: favorite flower, but my wife's favorite flower is the stargazer lily.
1: Gorgeous my mom's. She's too. a
4: big fan of that. If I had to say a favorite plant though Maybe the Italian cypress tree, which is those Sick tree. I love that. Uh, that is
2: a good looking tree. I love those expensive like
4: ass. Those are rich people trees.
2: They I feel like you have to be at a certain age to appreciate like what we're talking about right now. A shrubbery. When you're talking about uh Japanese blueberries as well, like those yep. are some really nice trees. Mm-hmm. That's what I had in my last house too. Yeah. yeah I yeah, love those very, trees. Very nice. I think you but, guys
5: know what my favorite flower is. Is it marijuana? No, pretty much. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <It's>
2: the <last> <laughs> <tree>. <laughs> but the, the the lavender, what she said, I am with you on that. Like I've gone a lavender kick recently where I've gone out and got some lavender dish soap nice. that smells yeah. wonderful. It's really I got some lavender t- uh, nighttime tea so it's got lavender awesome. smell to it but it doesn't have caffeine so you can drink it right before bed. Do yeah, you man. do essential oils? Yeah. I don't do essential oils, okay, but I, I, always I would keep like lavender. To, yeah. I would like to introduce you to my pyramid scheme if you'd like to buy in. Uh, yeah, I'm totally in for sure. <laughs> I've seen such a mark. <laughs>
4: Do you guys, love the smell of lavender. Do you guys like the smell of rosemary? Because I've got a yes. rosemary oh, yeah. bush. Yeah. Yes. Oh like nice. Thanksgiving, yeah. I'll I'll cut I'll snip off a little fresh piece of the bush and throw it on top of that turkey. Mm,
3: lavender like and that. rosemary is often paired together.
2: Lemongrass you know, is they, really good. There was a couple of pots at the house that we bought of mint, like fresh mint that grows. That's kind of, that's a nice touch as well. Spices, who knew spices were so awesome? (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? We are just so domesticated, aren't we? Oh, my God. You're
1: listening to Dave (laughs) at Mahoney.
2: So, Audrey, does it make you upset when you see the likes of Tyson Fury, who, you know, he is an obviously very good heavyweight championship level boxer. Peak male fitness right there. Well, and that's what I I was going to say, is that he's out here saying... Whether you like it or not, this is what peak male performance looks like. Even though he's got alive
3: oh, you know, on him, he's got he's got he's some loved. love
4: handles, and he I, he's like, love. He uh, and I would have and I would have believed him that this was peak male fitness until we saw Francis
2: Ngannou, who is yep. literally the exact opposite. Francis I mean, Ngannou looks like peak male fitness, and then he went out there and whooped that ass. And you know, but either either way, Tyson Fury, I, like, Tyson Fury's still an amazing
4: boxer amazing without boxer. a doubt.
2: Yeah. He's just no he's just no Francis Ngannou. So does it upset you when like, there's so much pressure? On women, especially, I mean, I think there's to a degree with guys, right? But like, especially with women, when it comes to having the quote unquote perfect body and what the expectation is, because we're not talking about being like a superstar athlete. We're just talking about, you know, an everyday person is expected to look a certain way.
3: So I will say that there is definitely a, a type that is displayed that's expected of men, for sure. For sure. Um... It's really funny because I didn't know this growing up. I was always taught to suck in your stomach, Mm -hmm. like to have like that flat stomach or whatever. Yeah. And that's, incredibly horrible for you. Like, that's that's so bad for you to do. And I just found that out like a week ago that it's so bad for your pelvic floor, all of this stuff, because Is it really? we have uteruses and they stick out. That's our body. Huh. But you're supposed to be, as women, as we're taught from our parents and our parents' parents, you suck in in order to create a flatter stomach and the appearance of a flatter stomach. And it's not good. It it, so it like it, the it corsets and all that body. stuff
2: really bad for you. Yes. Well. Oh, corsets are
4: freaking horrendous for you. I mean, it
2: seems like it would be. You're right? moving you're, organs around. Yeah, you're basically just like squishing yourself constantly Yeah, and like you said, moving your organs but around. But all of
4: that
3: to say, yes, Dave, there is definitely so much, uh, you know, pressure on men and women and it is tiresome.
2: I do like the people, though, like Tyson Fury that just Go ahead and lean into it. You know, sure. like if, if I can still go out there and do my thing, even though I look this way, it doesn't matter. And Mahoney, as a golf fan, I think that you can appreciate John Daly. John Daly, the greatest golfer of our generation. Do you know who John Daly is already so. John Daly, drunk, for those right? that don't, he's always drunk. He's yeah. always smoking. Well, he's, he's got, got a, got a drink named
4: after him. I mean, we know the Arnold Palmer is lemonade, half lemonade, half iced tea. The John Daly is half lemonade, half iced tea with Jack Daniels. Atta yeah.
2: Boy, yeah. but so they've been doing a lot of these these golf tournaments recently. Recently, like where they have, you know, somebody playing with them, the, the professional golfers, will either bring their son a lot of times or in some cases like their dad or a family member, whatever it may be. But they, they, they have a lot of fans that are out at these events. And there was the PNC championship that was going on. And there was fans that were out there having a lot of the golfers autograph the things that you'd expect, you know, golf balls, golf hats, golf gloves, stuff like that. Golf towels. Not John Daly. Oh, no, not, not, not John Daly. What was he doing? Uh, there was somebody that brought a Diet Coke for him to autograph. There was somebody that brought a pack of peanut M&M's, Hell one yeah. of his favorite treats for him to argue. Dude, tell, me, tell me somebody brought a carton of cigarettes. A box of cigarettes? Hell yes! Hell yes. <laughs> Hilarious. So again, John Daly, he's just out here living his best life. He, there's no expectation, and you know what? He seems like he's a good time. He's not hurting anyone. Good
1: for you. i love to golf with him Male someday. performance. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what... Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at to be good at this. Oh, I, okay. Let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper, blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show.
2: But it was a serious terror plot, and un, un, for, I guess fortunately for everyone, that was uh, on the island. Serious terror plot, and un, un, that was uh, on the island.
3: Like, I'm not surprised by this. We've heard of people who are trying to, like, g- like <laughs> just go to Cuba. <laughs> like... <laughs> So no, no, now no, no, no. it because you well, at least with your clothes, because you're saying 50 Toma, Tommy Bahamas, 50 Tommy, 50 Toma. Like, <laughs> I don't know it's,
4: it's not that it's not that it's not as much, is not that much higher than you would think. It's not as much, is not as much, is not. You can't be, you can't be a wearing sea you know, riding a sea wearing sea do you know, wearing Oakley's. <laughs> hey, you, have you
2: not seen that John Oliver? Of episode on trains that came out like 2 3 weeks ago No nah, I, I need to catch up on John Oliver you you keep asking me that catch up on John, John Oliver John uh, Oliver uh, episode on No I have not seen the John Oliver episode on train derailment. Yes. rough textured wide chubby feet are ideal I don't really discriminate against any foot discriminate discriminate Yeah then yes. Because that then, if is. the light
5: turns yellow, then you gotta really make a. Br- or, <laughs> or if the popcorn, light turns red, red. You gotta really
2: make a. Br- or know what you're doing is you're is you're you're blocking the person from, from behind you. Person from from. Uh,
3: person. Yep, I actually was. at... I mean, the, uh, they're real life Christmas trees, right? But I mean, like at like home, um, uh, Whole Foods. Yeah. But I mean, like at like home, um, uh, Whole Foods. Yeah.
5: Uh, <laughs> 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 real life Christmas trees,
1: right? But you know, like, home, uh, the uh, whole thing. Yeah. All right, chipmunks. Are you ready to hear some more bloopers? Yeah! Dave. Okay. Audrey. Okay. Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Mahoney. Mahoney! Uh-huh.
2: The little washcloth to the mouth. <laughs> Mahoney is leaving the studio. He's going to a sound soundproof, soundproof space where uh, where he is not able to hear. Why are cinnabuns are so uh, good? Swiss, Swiss rolls. Yes. Yeah, oh, rolls Swiss rolls. Oh. Yeah. An additional seventeen thousand two hundred. Excuse me. Vomit. <laughs> I had some driving issues coming in there. <laughs> <You're still> <laughs> <lost>. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe <laughs> she
3: would
2: do this. <laughs> the, uh,
4: <laughs> he was uh, uncovered <laughs> me uh, to assume that like, man, you know how much cleaning I did last night.
2: Me uh, to assume that like, I started working. Or I started talking with a bunch of people who worked.
5: And I was surprised that you can ask that you. Can add, at three in the morning, you can't just walk into a chapel. Because
2: we were looking for more Christmas movies with the kids. More Christmas movies. No, he decided he was going to take the whole cash right. Because it's you're you're just adding weight. And it's part of the end of the year. We are trying to clean clean out the prize closet. A cocaine possession aggravated assault. Now turning his fo- focus to you got a couple of lifelines li- life if necessary. Nine people were on that damn hot air balloon a crash. And it's called. It, are, you want to you want to wake up and see the presents
4: under the tree. We can.
3: It's called oh. my. It's the cleavage. The cleavage cheeses or something. Like, cheevage? Yeah, cheevage. <laughs>
2: last little piece of piece of uh, ground beef off there. Get, there. Get that woman a cheesy gordita crunch stat. Cheesy <laughs> gordita.
1: This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Up, when your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney.
2: So, you know, when you get pulled over and you know you've done something wrong, maybe you should just kind of bite the bullet and deal with it at that point. Uh, one woman in Florida, 20 years old, learned the hard way. Her name is Sadie. That's how she's been identified. Uh, she got pulled over, and they thought that maybe she had been drinking, and they were talking to her about, you know, doing some field sobriety tests and things like that. And then it dawned hard on her that she is probably going to jail. So, I mean, she's she's dressed in—she looked like she'd been out partying somewhere. She had, like, a little mini skirt on and everything mm-hmm. else. And as they were trying to arrest her, she started to kind of freak out. And it was because she said— and I'm quoting here quote I'm pretty I'm too pretty for jail uh I I saw this bo- I saw this body cam footage and again she's not uh you know she's not uh unattractive but she's not too pretty for jail yeah well and she found out that excuse does not work you cannot be In fact, too pretty for jail if you have been breaking the law. As we've seen, like, the the hot felon guy who's actually out now and is, like, dating, like, the heir of some billionaire, you can be very hot and still be in jail. Uh, She learned that the hard way at 20 years old. (laughs) Off to jail she goes.
3: You know what? It is really unfortunate whenever you see this type of personality come out of an individual. Like, I don't know, it makes me think of Reese Witherspoon whenever she was getting arrested for a DUI, and she goes, you don't know who I am. Like, yes, we do, but you're still going to jail. Like, you can't do this just because you have pretty privilege in the eyes of the law, if you're drunk and driving, that doesn't really let If them you're weight.
4: going to get let out of jail, they're going to do it. You don't have to say, Do you know who I am? They will just go, Let us call you a ride.
2: Yeah. Or is there anybody you can call? If you have to ask them, Do you know who I am? either they don't know or they don't care. Right. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so, one fellow by the name of J.D. Bales, he is a former assistant soccer coach at Bridgeport High in Wise County, Texas, just outside of Houston. He has been arrested for theft. property and i think this is garbage this man is out here trying to support working moms i mean he he's Ah. obviously somebody that is a giver okay what did he steal dave well he used the school district's credit card at a local strip club (laughs) also like shout out to strip clubs taking credit cards yeah also five thousand four hundred and fifty-five bucks and 81 cents like you had yourself a night at the strip club brother fifty five hundred dollars he was uh, charged. Claimed, claimed the charges were fraudulent, uh-huh. uh, but then they went. Uh, you know, like they have cameras and stuff at strip clubs, and so they just went back and pulled the. Last
3: table. time I went to a strip club, they didn't have credit cards.
2: They didn't have credit card. You couldn't use a card. What no, kind of shady I, ass strip club? Well, because I went to. Cre-
3: would no. I went to a strip club and I was trying to tip her with Venmo. And that you can't, you couldn't do
2: that. Oh, because the because the house wants a piece. That's uh-huh. why. That's exactly why. Yeah.
3: So I mean, yeah. like, what do they like walk around with like QR codes on their butt cheeks now? Like, <laughs> where you can just like like do like Apple Pay. You got ass? You don't want to <laughs> know where
4: that tile
1: reader's at. <laughs> Ew. This is David Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Chow. you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, Mahoney,
0: Audrey. I actually love the talking parts better than the music parts. So I wish you guys would be able to talk longer. Have a good
1: day. Bye. Message deleted.
4: Offered that many times over the years to talk more, but we talk exactly how much we like. We 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 got into radio not because we thought we
2: had great winning personalities. All of us got into radio because we love the music. Well, and also, you're right, Mahoney. We talk the exact right amount because when we stop talking, we generally are, are out done. Of funny things to say. Yeah. Like that, that is the end of the road. Here we go. Let's play a song.
3: But if you want to hear us talk more, we actually do live stream on twitch.tv slash David Mahoney.
2: And we have a podcast. You can find that at David Mahoney across any of the po- podcast platforms. Where but
3: We just be talking. We just be talking. Lots, <laughs> lots We lots do. Of- we just love but- I, And I do want to say, I do love the music, Mahoney, but I also
4: I love to talk. But not because we talk the perfect amount. Because I will tell you, I've done, Dave and I have done talk shows before. We've done sports talk shows where it's nothing but talk and whatever it Mm -hmm. may be. And I look at a guy like, you know, whether you liked him or you disliked him, Rush Limbaugh. Yep. I mean, you look at like him from, I look at him from the way that a broadcaster works. He had nobody to talk to and he would talk for three hours. Hours straight
3: by himself. By yeah. himself. That's I mean, so impressive. To do that.
4: I think the oxycontin helped. <laughs> sure, but to be able to do that is incredibly impressive. Yeah. Or to be just like a normal like I just don't. There's shows you out there that I listen to family. that just talk about the same thing for 25 minutes at the same time, and I, my ADD kicks in, and I don't. I've already moved on to three other subjects. Like I, we just. I think all of our our, our mental deficiencies and our, oh,
3: We're neuro-spicy sure, we call neuro it these spicy. Won't <laughs> allow us to talk for,
4: about one subject for an hour. That is right. Please leave yeah, us. there's no way.
0: Chris, fantastic job on the blooper reel, man. Like Mahoney pointed out, you got more bloopers per second or minute. And then the other time we've heard the blooper reel over the last years. And then I especially like how you add in a song and get the bloops into the
5: tempo and style of the song. Fantastic, bro. Great job.
1: Message deleted.
5: Thank you. I never get tired of compliments.
2: (laughs) Who would have thought that our just categorical failure at the most basic function of our job would somehow once again be content? Yeah. It works out great. Yeah, Working smarter, not harder. When Mm -hmm. did the
5: blooper reel even start? I mean, it's been going on for years Years, and years and years years now. And you
2: know what? That's the one thing that we never have a problem coming up with every week. the blooper reel. Yeah, plenty to go around. Please leave Hey, this
0: is Tom. I want to give a shout out to Mahoney here. He did a, he was spot on the other day when he talked about the uh, addressed forced Christmas cheer. He said, if you want to be happy, you have to say happy things. That's what any therapist, the main thing any therapist would tell you. Feelings follow actions. If you want to be happy, you got to act happy. So thanks again, Mahoney. And thanks to all of you. I love your show and keep up the good work.
3: Sir, Sir are you a therapist?
4: I mean, we're, we've been following this kind of roadmap from the beginning, even before any of us were ever in therapy. Uh, fake it till you make it. Mm. Literally. Well,
3: Just- they say that if you actually walk around with a smile, even if you are not feeling that way internally you will inevitably become happier.
4: You see people, people who see you, and they see you smiling, and you 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 feed off their energy. You are kind of like a happiness succubus.
2: Yeah. That's oh. why we don't uh, thrive on negativity on this show. There's a lot of people that, too. yeah, just try to be dicks, and oh, look at how shocking I am, and this and that. That, that, that ain't us, man. Just try to be happy. Just try to Because it's emotional life. vampires. It is. Whether or
3: not they realize it or not, like there is nothing worse than being in a room with someone who you just literally sucks the fun and the joy out of a room. And for like the holidays, like this... Um, potential, I don't know, therapist, if you're looking for somebody to uh, therapy, I am your girl. <laughs> you um, can
2: therapy all over me. <laughs> you
3: can, you can, I will let you therapy all over me for sure. There's an um, extra charge for that.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, if it's free. No, it's not. <laughs>
1: this is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: So, you know, this time of year, uh, around the holidays, I don't know about you guys. Well, yeah, I do. The, the annual tradition of watching Home Alone. How many times have you watched Home Alone over the holiday season so far, Mahoney? Uh, I mean, this year only yeah. once, Okay, but uh, I've listened to the soundtrack probably 50 times. The soundtrack is iconic, and Audrey, the uh, the soundtrack was done by your favorite composer. I mean, the guy that's responsible for scoring so many movies that uh, were impactful for us when we were growing up. Of course, we're talking about the great John Williams, mm-hmm. who is still alive and kicking and is into his 90s now. So, uh, you know, J- John Williams, you know, doing Indiana Jones and Star Wars and so many of those. Superman. Superman, and Superman yeah. Jurassic Park. I mean, you think about the movies
4: and the music that kind of made up the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. And it just—I mean, he did Harry Potter too, right? Yep, he did. Audrey, wow. and then Harry Potter. He literally the the guy who scored pop culture.
3: Yep, literally. So, so he thing, scored almost everything that we've ever seen in our entire lives.
2: I yep. mean, when you go dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like that's John you know, you, Williams. You know. you know, like that's just so iconic, and it made those movies. Like, as far as like these scenes, like where the big heroic moment was about to happen. The scoring is what made you bum, feel. Bomb, 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 It's just iconic. so incredible.
3: I mean, duh, yes. duh, 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 but even I mean, literally everything that he does is gold.
2: Even the scoring of Home Alone was pretty incredible. Uh, but there's been a lot of talk about you know Kevin McAllister's parents and what in the hell they did for mm. a living all of those years ago in order to afford that lifestyle. because Wasn't he a lawyer? They had so many. We they, don't know. We don't know. Oh. They they never disclosed it, but he, they had so many kids. They're flying to Europe for vacation. They're sitting in first class. And that house. And the, the whole house, whole house is nice. But then also to add to the burden, and this is something that I feel every day, had a a, a brother that just wanted to free, free roll everything. Yep. Anyway, anytime he's hanging around, Uncle Frank was just there to just gobble up anything that he possibly could along the way. So they were going, all right, let's, let's actually do the math on this. Like, what do you think that this house is worth like you look at that house are which we talking is, in
4: 1989 1990 dollars no or, so they updated it to, to 20 current day. okay so 2022
2: 2023 numbers
4: i would guess that house is like 4.5 million dollars it's less than that but really? I
2: mean, yeah i mean it's still a very nice house and it's you know north of chicago and a very nice area uh to so three to million close it's it's 2.4 million dollars is what they said it was in 2022 well the prices have gone up since then so i, mean, I, since, I, think,
4: yeah. I think
2: my 3.5 stands may, may, Maybe. you you're right. Uh but they're they're doing the math on, on what it would actually take to live that kind of lifestyle. To
4: afford a, a two and a half, let's just say a two and a half million dollar house, you need to make most likely six hundred and fifty thousand
2: dollars a year. Boy, that's close. Six hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars is wow. what they say, is, is what you would have to make. Yeah. So when you're looking at this lifestyle, which by the way, is set in like what's supposed to be—I mean, upper, but still middle-class America. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, they're living middle-class
4: in class America because here's here's what like one of the, my favorite things and one of the like the little things that you you probably don't pick up on too often—the dad's coat. It's a Burberry coat. I mean, because it's such a good... I remember watching this as an adult. I never noticed it as a kid, but watching it as an adult... It's like, that's a nice coat. That is a... He, well, it's he's a got a Burberry trench coat, and yeah. that's probably $3,000 in and of itself. I had that coat that Macaulay Culkin had. My grandparents were wealthy in Northern... You know, or not Northern, but in Wheaton, just outside of Chicago. Yeah. And they bought me that same coat, unbeknownst to them, in 1989. And that was a $500 coat. Then
2: the coat that Macaulay Culkin. Wore. Yes. Oh, really? So and that was, was like, like, what, like was the, what was the coat budget on this movie? It man? was high. No Catherine kidding. O'Hare's red coat. I mean, that's another iconic. Just, yeah. It's just wild to think that we're sitting here just watching this movie. We're like, oh, he's just like me. I hope I can you have know? someday. Like yeah. we're envisioning that,
4: that yeah. someday. And they're like, no, nah, man. Because that kind of money, and today, you know, to, to make that kind of money, you got to be a doctor or a lawyer.
2: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, we we all have a much better shot of being like one of the
5: wet bandits. Yep. Listen for reviews of your new favorite brew. New brooms.
1: favorite brew. It's beer for breakfast. It's beer for breakfast every Friday on uh, Dave and Mahoney.
4: are the pre. Let's go. We're back to another Friday. Yeah. We are drinking with friends, we are still employed, and we are just celebrating life and like a new year. Just you know, just a good time. And I love winter beers. And I know this is Audrey's season. This is you know, my this season. This is her man. beer era. You know, the winter time. She's not a, an IPA fan like you and I, Dave. She's more of a. Uh, she's she's a she's she's a, she's got a dark
2: heart. You I call do. It a Beerah, is that what you call my, it? My my Oh, your Vera. Oh, yes. you Like beerah, because all that also works with you and your hibernation phase right yes. now. You have your new burrito blanket over there. You're I very do. cozy this morning as you get ready to enjoy some beer for breakfast. Yes. Yep.
3: I'm in my teddy bear era as well. But yeah, you're right, Mahoney. I am a big porter, stout, anything dark, anything uh, that has a lot of uh, robust flavors. So I'm very excited to taste this beer today.
4: So the beer that we are doing today is from 12 West Brewing Company called Midnight Run. This is one of their core beers. It is a coffee stout and beers all over the place. A lot of beers, a lot of one-offs, but this is one that is available all year round.
2: Did it explode on your hand, Audrey? Yeah, I got
4: to get a little bit. Oh, boy. Okay.
2: Well, let's open up our beers. As uh, You know, uh, you could have been a gentleman who helped her out there. She was struggling mightily. Dave, I believe
4: in uh, empowering women to do... whatever they want on the own. i just a
3: girl, okay? Yeah. I literally almost broke a nail, but it's okay.
2: <laughs> I would have opened it she if survived. she would have asked Yeah, because she does have very nice nails. And happy to report, did not break a nail. Nope.
4: The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. Dave, we don't need a drum roll oh, until okay. the reveal oh. at oh. the so, end. So uh, the 12 West Brewing Companies. Midnight Run Coffee Stout has I Forgot the name 5.3% alcohol by volume. No, I didn't forget the name. It was Dramatic Pause. Uh-huh. I'm creating. Uh-huh. It's cadence Dave. Uh, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. Uh, 5.3% ABV. I think I paid uh 16.99 for so 16.99 for a four pack. So not cheap by any stretch of the imagination, no. but that's not crazy. But, you know, again, craft implies quality good true? and so let's all uh, you know i like the i liked i liked the thing that drew me to this is the fact that i just loved how it looked it just coffee beans on there i'm a yeah. big black coffee drinker yeah. good clean labeling uh-huh. and uh, just made me say I should buy that beer.
2: You I will should. say that somebody that has been drinking black coffee all morning and then transitioning to a midnight run coffee stout. Thoughts and concerns. Pretty good, pretty smooth transition there. You know, okay. it's like going from like coffee directly to an IPA. Sometimes a little jarring. This uh, this pretty smooth. I will say I don't know for sure. I feel like this beer could be a little warmer. Even it's I,
4: I it's didn't take extremely cold. I yeah. I messed up, and that's my fault because I didn't take it out of the refrigerator. Ownership by the is, way, lost track of time.
5: Uh, mine exploded on. Myself as well, and maybe it's because it's too cold. Maybe that's my only it fall. is very, or maybe you're
2: both just very attractive. That's oh, that, that could, could be, be it. A, that's we be are it. serving yeah, that's this beer.
4: It. At an yes. inoptimal temperature. Uh, it should probably be about 20 degrees warmer. 20 degrees warmer? I mean, I honestly would probably serve this between 45 and 50. Uh-huh. And my
2: guess is this is 33 degrees. I see. So, okay. Well, look, it's- like red a wine temp. And- it's not bad being chilled, but you're right, Audrey. That's actually a good way of putting it. It's like when you drink a red wine and you expect it to be a little warmer, and then it's cooler because it's just one of those so, wines that is supposed to be refrigerated. With
4: beers like this, and traditionally, if you don't know how it works, you know, like- there's a lot of macro beers out there. Coors, they got the Blue Mountains, which I love. Mm-hmm. But you know, the colder it is, the better it is. Yeah. Because you, it being that cold, it does dull down some of the flavor. It makes it more refreshing. In certain cases, for me... Cleve
2: did just have a suggestion. He said you can hold it in your mouth for 30 seconds and gargle it. So while you do this, I'm going to try it. Okay. Okay.
4: Uh, I'm saying moving on to the next category, though. Moving on to... Somebody go punch David in his stomach real quick. The (laughs) smell. And the smell of this, you're getting, you know, as you would expect from a coffee stout. You get some malts in there. You get that rich roasted coffee as well. Almost no alcohol is discernible in the nose of this particular beer. I mean, but that's not to be surprised because it's 5.3%. So, I mean, you're looking at just like a butt heavy, is what we're basically looking at. Dave, stop gargling this beer.
3: Three more seconds. Two that's oh, really gross. gross. All right, it's so how really really do you feel? Uh, does it have any more robust flavors? Any other notes? It did warm it up,
2: but it uh, <laughs> didn't help. <Okay. laughs> a lot of carbonation. Uh, so that, was a, that was a mistake. That was carbonation <laughs> produced by your body. <laughs> I'm going to be burping on the plane later. <laughs> uh.
4: All right, well, let's all take a big drink. Cheers. Of the Midnight Run Coffee Stout from 12 West, 12 West Brewing Can we company. cheers
3: to uh, 2024? Tw- yeah. To
2: 2024.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Dude, yes. I like this beer. I like oh, it. Yeah. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I think that this is a really good coffee stout that is not trying to hide behind cream. And I feel like a lot of times whenever you get coffee stouts, they added that like that creaminess to it because they want to add, I don't know, like a hazelnut flavor to it or some toffee or something else. This is pure coffee bean. And I am for it. I like this. Good it's job.
2: A, it's a little bitter for me, but I think that that's uh, the black that's coffee. Cof, that's coffee. Coffee yeah. is bitter. But no, well, no. But, but
3: you do two coffee pods. You do you do lots of water in your coffee.
2: Yeah, you you water down. You water down your coffee. She's saying you're you're
4: watered down. You
3: run water twice through one coffee pod.
4: That's totally acceptable. No, it is not. No, that it? but is,
3: that's why it's not bitter co- to I like, you.
4: Yeah, I like my coffee rich and yes. like.
2: Hit, hit me! Hit
3: compacted
2: beans is now. different than bitter. Fair,
3: there's
4: a difference. Valid. Man. I feel put like this a is a rass of
5: water I, in your bourbon. No, exactly. How dare you? No, how dare you do uh, that to coffee? Guys, the put best. In there.
4: The, the best. I mean, the best, like Scotch in the world. The distillers, they, they water it down.
3: There. They put water in it. They
4: do. And it you it to, makes it better.
3: You you put it in your mouth and you spit it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's some of those it. vineyards where it's like, oh, you just taste it and spit it out. So, <laughs> so a little, maybe possibly too bitter for you, but tell tell me more. Um, so, it like I'm a big coffee fan, right? It, it just has you know like there's that the bitterness lingers for me, which is why it makes it so prevalent. It's not overwhelmingly bitter. Um, the The actual flavor profile is very nice. You can't taste the alcohol at all. None. Um, you just told me this was a cold brew coffee. I believe you. Yeah.
3: So it's funny. I'm reading the back of this, and it says that it's supposed to be a roasty oatmeal stout, finished with notes of chocolate and slight bitterness. So the bitterness is supposed, supposed to be to there, be
2: there. Yeah. and it's it's almost like a dark chocolate style. It is. You do oh, get that's you do,
4: perfect, you do, perfect way. That is, yes, 100 dark chocolate in the uh, in the finish there. Yeah,
5: Chris, are you a fan of this beer or not? You know, I I might be the odd one out here. I'm really not. Um, it kind of mm. has more of a flat taste to me. Uh, the flavor profile is not as strong as I would like it to be. I actually prefer my coffee stouts that kind of have a little bit of that cream flavor in there. Nah, no, um, nah. I would actually prefer if it had
2: almost like a not not a sweetness like an amaretto, but more of like a punch to it. Like if this right, had right. a higher it's, ABV to it, you I would have like more. It more. Alcohol? Oh, yeah. I mean,
4: but, I would not complain if there was more alcohol, but I'm actually not mad at this. This is a early. This is like literally a beer for breakfast. And one of the interesting things about this, you know made with a blend of Spirit Mountain Coffee from the uh, Spirit Mountain Brewing Company, uh, or excuse me, Spirit Mountain Roasting Company in Yuma. I want to try their actual coffee because yeah. I like this beer oh, yeah. so much. I'm mean, like, those have to be good beans. And so that's something else uh, that I'm, I'm curious to try. Audrey,
3: you're a fan? I am a fan. I, I the last couple beers that we've had feel like they're doing a little bit too much. They're adding too much flavor profiles right. into it. It feels like you're trying to dress up, uh, you know, something that you were kind of unsure about whether or not it was going to end up being tasty on its own. And I think that I really enjoy this because it's good on its own. Right. And I haven't had one of those in a really long time. It feels pure. It feels exactly what it's supposed to be for a, um, you know, for an oatmeal stout, coffee, coffee straight stout. up, straight yep. up. Yep.
4: Hey, the oats in there... A hidden, not surprisingly, yeah, considering not really you know. Much, I mean, though. there's a lot of malt. I mean, th- there's a lot of malt in there, and I, for me, this flavor profile just hits, and that's. I don't even think we're drinking this beer at its optimal uh temperature. I know we're not drinking this beer at its yeah. optimal temperature. Right? It's now. not right. at the
2: optimal temperature, and I would not recommend gargling it again. Uh, that's that a bad understand. idea. Would yeah. would we'll, we'll uh, double down on Mahoney? Sai said, uh, I'm heading out to Yuma today. Maybe I'll I'll try them out. What you should do is you should walk in and say. Mahoney said you got good beans. <laughs> I just see what happens. <laughs> the mouthfeel
4: on this, uh, light to medium bodied. Yes. Uh, it's it's pretty smooth, yeah. uh, very easy to drink. And for me, the overall drinkability, if you like, and again, I think this is going to be a biased review in a case because I'm a big black coffee drinker. And so if you like black coffee, this is a beer for But you. I'm
3: not. True. I am a person who dumps hazelnut creamer in there like I am just like, that's my job. Like I do like a five count every morning, one, two, three, four, five. So (laughs) for me, I would say that if you're, even if you're not a, if you're just a stout enjoyer. Right.
4: I think, I think it hits, it hits a lot of really, really good notes. It's very enjoyable. The price points right on point for what you would expect and that $14 to $18 range for a four-pack of beer. Uh, you're not going to get wrecked off of this. And, I, again, I think this is just a quality product. For me, I would say this is a beer that you probably should check out if you do like coffee in any form. Put
3: little Audrey. Bailey's in there, man.
2: Little Bailey's, little Amaretto, I'm telling you. Can if, I get a drum done roll, that, please, that, Dave? I'm oh,
4: for it. Mahoney's Beer Scout Supremacy. I give the 12 West Brewing Company Midnight Road Coffee Stout a 3.85 out of
1: 5. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere.